Tomorrow the festive season is over. Trees are down, decorations are packed away. Resolutions are broken. Back to work Wednesday has happened. It's Monday tomorrow. It's ages before you get paid again in your skin. It's a happy new year to everybody. I wish you, along with the rest, a, a happy, blessed, prosperous, shalom, well-being year this year. But it's the first Sunday, as Pastor David has said. Last week, we closed 2023 and looked forward to this year with our focus on what if faith. And today, I'm going to just share a few thoughts from a fairly well-known portion in the Old Testament with a bit of a follow-up theme from last week, which is in line with a vision to stretch, strengthen, and send people locally, nationally, and globally. I'm going to read from part of Jeremiah chapter 1 that should come up on the screen. I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Then I said, O Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, because I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am a youth, because everywhere I send you, you shall go. And all that I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to save you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to tear down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, What do you see, Jeremiah? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, You've seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. Great portion. Jeremiah was basically prophesying around 600 years BC, a time when Israel was not in a good place. And it was a bit before they went into exile in Babylon, but it was a time where they would rebelling, if you like, or turned their backs on God and what he was saying was, even though there was a provision of restoration in it, it was very much a judgmental, heavy message. And for that, it was unpopular and isolated and uh, kind of a bit rejected by the people because they didn't like what he was hearing. But that doesn't mean seeing, just because it does not tickle people's ears, doesn't mean you shouldn't say what you believe God is calling you to say. And before you start thinking, oh no, what's he going to say today? Okay. Uh, not today, it's Happy New Year time, okay? But I can't promise you during this year that there won't be times where there'll be messages that don't, are not to tickle your ear, but are heavy and serious. I'm just not going to tell you when they are in case you don't come those Sundays. And that is not a license not to come any Sunday just in case it's that Sunday you're missing. But Jeremiah was speaking with God. He told him to share. No, we're called to share with God has told us to say. It's what it's his approval, not people and men's approval that we look for. But what an incredible word that Jeremiah got, just for a few moments, want to look at just the word Jeremiah got from God. Verse 5: Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Wow. Before you were born, 
I consecrated you. Wow. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Wow. I mean, three wows make a wow in my world. Okay. I'm reminded, um, just to embarrass my daughter, uh, first time she came to London with us. I don't know if you've ever been to London, but we got off the underground at Westminster uh, Station. And then you just got these steps and the Houses of Parliament are in front of you. And we got out and we just up these steps and Lindsay just went, wow. <laughs> Uh, the building. I mean, she was 24 at the time. No, she wasn't 24 at the time. No, but it was a wow moment. This is a wow word for Jeremiah. I want to tell you, God's wow over your life is greater than seeing the houses of parliament. And today, let me encourage you at the start of 2024 that God can say over your life, I knew you in the womb. I formed you. You were no accident. You are not here by accident. You are here with the plan and purpose of God all over your life. You're made in the image of God. I've set you apart and I've got a plan and a purpose for you which is greater than you could even imagine. And up to this point, all your life has been preparing you for 2024 and God's got more in 24 and he's been preparing you for this point. You're not here by accident. I've got a call on your life. I've got a consecration over your life and you've planned and purpose for you to be here in January 2024 to be alive and now and I'm doing something great and something new and I've got purposes and plans written all over your life and if almighty God is saying that all over your life you should be able to say wow wow listen Jeremiah you're a prophet to be a nations and I thought here you might not be a prophet to the nations but you might be a prophet to the nations just because of Jeremiah doesn't mean say you can't be a prophet to the nations you might be Listen, our vision statement is based on Isaiah 54, 2 and 3. And 3 says this, You will spread out to the right, to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in the desolate cities. I'm believing for people in this house who are born again, this house, born in this house. I'm believing the time when they're going to touch nations. No, and there's something I mean, I'm really believing for there's a time in someday in this house goes, and not just for a mission trip, short-term mission trip, but because they feel sent by God to go and live in a nation and be a missionary in a nation in the world. I believe this coming when someday at least one person is going to happen to them. God's heart's for the whole world, and we should have a heart for the whole world. But I want to go on to three specific things very briefly this morning that believe God it was saying and spoke to Jeremiah about, verse one, we need to guard what you say. You don't say. And so it's coming from, you don't say, is the title. Listen, just pause, consider for a moment what happened here. God to Jeremiah, not a pastor, a leader, or a friend, giving an encouraging word. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I knew you in the womb, set you apart, appointed you a prophet to the nations. That's verse five. Verse 6, then I said. Don't know, it's great when God says, problems usually come in when I say. And not just me, when you say as well. Okay, God's just told him, I know knew you in the womb, I've set you apart, I've appointed you a prophet to the nations. And Jeremiah says, what a great word. I'm putting that out in social media. That's great. The whole world needs to hear what God just spoke to me. Not. Verse 5, God says. Verse 6, Jeremiah says, Oh, Lord God, 
Behold, I don't know how to speak because I'm a youth. I'm too young. Now, I recognize that sometimes getting two words from a young people is a conversation. Okay? I've been there. Not all, but sometimes by conversation. But it's as if Jeremiah said, God said, I've, I've set you apart. I've known you. I've got a plan and purpose for your life. This is Almighty God. Then Jeremiah is as if he's saying, Oh, Lord God, you don't understand. You don't really know me. You don't know my limitations. You don't know what I can do and what I can't do. Lord, I know you're God in heaven. You're the creator of the universe and all the rest of it. But you just don't, you just don't get me, God. You just don't understand. I, I, Lord, you need to go away and have another think about this. Okay, you need to really consider. And listen, verse 5, God spoke over his life. Verse 6, Jeremiah says, oh, Lord, you don't know. Verse 7, but the Lord said to me, do not say, I'm a youth. Don't say, I'm too young. I mean, if maybe use a Glasgow accent and says, Jeremiah, gonna no say that. Okay. Don't say that. Don't speak your limitations, Jeremiah. Don't speak what you can't do. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18 and 21. says, let me just say at the outset this year, 2024 is a year to guard what you say. It's a year to don't say, I'm too young. I'm too old, I'm too stupid, I'm too poor, I'm too messed up, I'm too broken, I'm too shy, I'm too busy, I'm too skinned, I'm too much in debt, I'm too limited by my ability, I'm too hot, I'm too scarred, I'm too scared, I'm too weak physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, I'm too faithless. It's a year to don't say, don't say, you don't say I'm not, you know what, because God says more than what we don't say and what we say. Listen, we need to listen and say what God says. It's not a year to speak what we can't do. It's a year to listen to what God says and speak what God says. You know, we all know how many of us have heard the Lauren Dago song. And it starts with, I keep fighting voices in my mind which say, I am not enough. 2024 is a year to watch what you say, to focus on what not what you say, but what you say. Because the song says, you say I am loved when I can't feel a thing. You say I am strong when I think I am weak. You say I am held when I am feeling short. And well, I don't belong. And I believe, oh, I say, I believe what you say. Listen, I want to tell you, it doesn't matter what you say. You say I can you say I'm blessed. You say I'm more than a conqueror. You say I'm a winner. You say I'm a blessing. You say I'm a child of God. You say I'm the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. You say I'm forgiven. You say I'm empowered. You say I can when others say I can't. It's a year not to say what you can't do. It's a year to say what he says you can do. It's a year to believe what he says of you. It's a year not to go with the voices in your head. And listen, we all get them. We all get those voices in your head. But it's a year to proclaim over your life what God's Word says. Because God says greater than what the voices in your head say. Go where you're saying. Guard what you say. Go where you're saying. What we say is powerful. It really is. I don't think we fully appreciate how important what we say is. It's powerful what we say. But there's another 
another pivotal point here as God has come to Jeremiah. He's directed him to guard his tongue. And he said, but there's a purpose on your life. Don't say, I'm a youth. Because there is a cause behind what I'm telling you, Jeremiah. Everywhere I send you, you shall go. And you'll see everything I command you to speak. God is not just playing games. He's got purpose. He's got plans for your life. Look, Jeremiah, the concern about what you say is valid. Your limitations are valid. I understand that. It concerns God saying, but you know what? It's not about your limitations. It's about who's sending you that's important. I'm sending you. I've called you. Not for you to do your thing, but there's a power behind your words, but there's a greater power behind who's sending you. Power. Words are powerful. But the authority behind the words that we speak come from the one who has all authority. And there's a conversation goes this. Jeremiah, you say because I am a youth, you can't. God says, because I am sending you, you can. You think you can't, I say you can. And everywhere I send you, you're going to go. You've got a because you can't. Because you're youth, because you can't speak. You've got because behind your can't. And God says, you know what? I've got a because behind why you can. And my because is greater than your because. Because my because has got a cause over your life. Your because is because you think you're, you can't speak because you're too young, you can't do it. But God says, but I've got a power behind my cause. My because. I'm sending you. And because I am sending you, I'm not sending you alone. I'm sending you with the power and authority that I can bring into your life. And my power and my authority is giving you something greater than your limitations. My because is greater than your because. Listen, you're getting sent, Jeremiah. Listen, I need to hear this carefully. There's a difference between went and sent. There really is a difference. There's an extreme where Jonah, if you read Jonah in chapter 1, Jonah, I'm sending you to Nineveh. Get up and go. But then it says, but he went down the other direction. He went down the opposite way. No, that's rebellion. That's chaos. That brings chaos. That brings turmoil. That brings pain. That brings hurt when you rebel against God. You can't win. Listen, let me, let me tell you, if you try and do the opposite of what God's telling you, you'll never win. Okay, just don't even go there. You won't ever win. It's easier. Even if it's difficult, it's easier and there's more blessing in saying yes to God than saying no and doing your own thing. But that was Jonah in rebellion with a bad heart. But listen, sometimes we can have a, a good heart, we can have a good motive, but we're still doing what we want to do and all what God tells us to do. And what can he went? And there's a difference between went and sent. When we're doing what we want to do, we go in our authority. When we do what he tells us to do, we go in his authority. Moses was sent by God to deliver Israel. Early church, a great example in Acts 13. When the church leaders are together, they're worshiping, they're praying and fasting. Must have been the beginning of the year. And the Holy Spirit says, dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I've called them. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. And they carried the authority Delegated authority through the church, it was. 
listen, when you're sent, you carry the authority of those, that authority who sends you. When ambassadors go to a different country, they're not there on their own. They're carrying the authority of the country who sent them. They represent the country and the authority comes from who sent them. Listen, Jesus says, just as you sent me into the world, Father, I'm sending them into the world. Listen, when you're sent, you carry the authority of the sending person or group or power authority. When you go and do your own thing, you're on your own. Listen, it's far better to be sent than to be went. And he says, I'm sending you, Jeremiah. You need to go. I am sending you. The vision of New Life Church is to stretch, strengthen, and send people locally, nationally, and globally. This year is a year of being sent. Whatever that looks like in your world, it might be your workplaces, it might be school colleges, it might be nations, it might be Cumnock, but this is a year to be sent. It's a year I believe God has sent to you. You might have limitations, you might think you've got limitations, but I'm sending you, and you go in the authority that I'm sending, and it doesn't matter about your limitations. I really love what happens here. I love what unfolds here. This is what happens. Jeremiah, I'm to you. I can't speak. I can't string two words together. God. I, I, I just can't do that. I hear what you're saying. This is paraphrased, obviously. This is not King James Version of the Bible. This is paraphrase. God's call, I'm sending you to change nations, to speak to nations. God. I can't, I just can't do that. I, I struggle with speaking. I'm young. I, I just can't speak properly. I'd get tongue-tied or whatever. I just, I just can't do that. My limitations in my mind is, yes, he's young, but it's because, because he's young, he says, I can't speak. I'm not very good at speaking. That's my limitation here, God. I can't speak very well. I'm not good enough to speak, eloquent enough gifted enough, I can't speak to nations, I can't speak well, I've just not grown into that, so to speak. My mouth's just not good enough for your words to come out of. Jeremiah, in his mind, it's my mouth, it's a problem. I'm speaking, I just can't speak properly. So you know what God did? He touched his mouth. The Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. It's okay to say God put words in my mouth. You don't want other people to put words in your mouth. But God touched his mouth. Listen, the area that Jeremiah thought was his weak area, the part of Jeremiah's life where he says, I can't do what you're asking me to do. God says, it's okay. Because you know what? I'm going to touch that part. I'm going to touch your weakness. I'm going to touch your limitations. I'm going to anoint for the appoint. I'm going to appoint you, and I'm anointing you. And that part, you say, I can't do this. It's okay, God says, because I'm going to touch it. And the power of God's going to come on your weakness. And you're sitting there today, and you think, I can't do this. I can't speak. I can't practice. I can't witness. I can't sing. I can't do this thing. I want to tell you. I want to tell you, in your weakness, God's going to touch you. God's Spirit is going to come, and is going to anoint and touch your weakness so that Jeremiah, can, you can be a Jeremiah. God touched the part where he thought, this is, my, this is why I can't 
do it. This is why I can't do it. This is why I can't. I'm not able. I can't do this. And God says, that your weakness is going to be touched by my strength and my power is going to be made perfect in your weakness. Listen today, if God is sending you, it's not up to us to say, but I can't do that. It's up to us to say, God, come and touch the weakness, that part of me that feels I can't do it. I need that fresh touch. I need you to touch my life, touch my hands, touch my mind, touch my whatever it is that you need God to touch you today. I believe if you're open to say, God, send me where you want to send me this year. I believe God wants to come and say, that thing you can't do, I'm going to touch you by the power of God and cause you to be able to do what you think you can't do in 2024 and I'm going to pray for those who believe that in a wee while the band are going to come up you're saying that wasn't very long they will wait longer as the year goes on then God says to Jeremiah what do you see We need to guard what we say, we need to go over what we say, we need to grasp, it's a year to grasp what we see. When I mean that, it says take hold of what you see. God says, I've got a purpose here to root out, to tear down, to destroy, to overthrow, to build and to plant a church and come. No, I did that bit, but to plant. And the word of the Lord, verse 11, came to me, he's saying, what do you see, Jeremiah? I see a branch of an armor tree. Then the Lord said to me, You've seen well from watch over my word to perform it. Now that seems a bit strange, okay? Just think, God says, what do you see? He says, I see a branch of an almond tree. And God says, that's good. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> I mean, maybe see mountains, see? maybe see the glory of God, maybe see millions healed and saved and whatever. But you saw an almond tree. What's all that about? But if you look at the context, the almond tree was the first one to flourish. The first one. When the almond tree began, it says it got pink blossoms and pale green leaves. It was a token of early spring. It was a token, something's changing. I'm out to bring a new season. I'm about to do something new. It was a token physically when you saw the almond tree blossoming. It was a token for people, something's changing. Something's gone and God's about to do something fresh and something new. It's a springtime type of thing. Something's about to do some. Translation says, I'm ready to perform my word. Some says, I'm ready because you have seen well. Because what you've seen is that I'm ready to do something fresh, something new. I'm ready to do what I've said I'm going to do. And you've seen well, you've not looked and seen what I can't do. What you've seen, Jeremiah, is that I'm about to do something. There's something of a vision, something of the future that you've just seen. That God is in a hurry to do something, is about to do something. Listen. It says it's to tear down to destroy. I want to speak over your life. I ask you a question. What do you see? What do you see being torn down and destroyed and overthrown in your life? Because it's hurt you, damaged you, loosened you. Because God's about to do something to cause it to go. What do you see being built up in your life? What do you see planted in your life in this year? Because God is ready. God's excited. God's in a hurry. God's in a hurry to do something. God's in anticipation. God's already prepared that in the shoots in your life that God's going to do something fresh, something new. It's a new season and the old has gone and something fresh and new is coming into your life. And as you look ahead to 2024, as we finish, what do you see? Do you see pain? Do you see struggles? Do you see hardship? Do you see loss? 
or in 2024 do you see my family coming to faith I want to, I'm going to see healings of those who are ill I see an overflow of finance to bless others I see an opportunity to progress in my career I see new ministry areas opening up I see a youth group a kids group a worship team expanding I can see Cumnock Chance church plant impacting a community I can see a balcony in your life being filled regularly and can see a nation turning to God I can see righteousness in government I can see the promises that you've made for me coming and being fulfilled in this year I see gifts flowing in abundance this year listen what do you see what do you see this year in 2024 because God just says watch what you're saying go where you're saying but what do you see what do you see because God says I want you to see what I'm about to do because I'm ready to fulfill all the promises I've given you this is a year to see them fulfilled this is a year for God to do something fresh and something new get your eyes off what has happened get your eyes off what's not happened because God says there's something fresh something new something I'm about to do and it's already taking place just open your eyes and see what God is doing this year can we stand? Watch what you say in 2024. Are you willing to be sent, whatever that looks like, with all your limitations? And Mashi, we're going to take just a couple of minutes pausing in his presence. What do you see? What do you see this year? God, open the eyes of my heart. We want to see Jesus. You know, there was something in that song earlier on, just a sense of God come in the place. But I believe God is saying to us, what do you see? Do you see him high and lifted up in your area, in your family, in your workplace, in your personal life, in your walk with him, in your ministry area? What do you see this year? Do you see him high and lifted up? Do you see your family can say, do you see this is a year when healings flow? Do you see this is a year when new ministries come in? Do you see where fresh anointing and new things come into your world? God wants to do something new. God is doing something new. God is ready to perform His Word in your life. Those promises you have had for years, God is ready to perform His Word and His promises over your life. You need to grasp it as in what do you see. Just keep a hold of that all through the year. Keep a hold of what you see. I believe God's showing you things right now and you need to grasp them, keep them in your heart and say, Lord, I'm believing. This is what I see in 2024. everyone now, Lord, you just open our eyes to see what you want to do this year. Lord, I pray you'll give visions, you'll give dreams, Lord. You'll see visions, old dream dreams again. Father God, we've sang it, but I pray, Lord, that everyone here will see, they'll catch something of what you're going to do, what you want to do. What do you see? Father God, we want to see what you want to do in their lives. Thank you, you're ready to perform your word. You're ready to fulfill. You're ready to do what you've shown us that you're going to do. Lord, I pray that we will continue to grasp and continue to hold on to what we see right now. Lord, I really do believe in faith that you're dropping things into hearts, into minds, into spirits, Father God. You're showing, you're, you're showing us of what you're going to do and what you want to do in our lives in 2024. Father God, in these moments, I pray for revelation, not just just a, a thought or a vision, but I pray for spiritual revelation 
to come into hearts and minds. Lord, I speak a word of faith that you're beginning to reveal into people's lives, into the spirits, Father God, of what you're going to do in 2024. Lord, I pray, Father God, that we will catch that vision. We will see what you want us to see. You will say to us, you have seen well. And Lord, help us to hold on to that vision. When difficulties come, when that day's come, help us to hold on to the vision of what you're going to do and what you've shown us this year. Father God, I pray for those who sense that you're calling them into something and they're saying, but I can't. Lord, I pray right now that you're going to touch, by your spirit, you're going to touch people. Lord, that limitation, that weakness that we feel in our hearts that we can't do through hell, through gifting, through whatever it is, Father God, I pray for the anointing of the Spirit of God to come and touch. Lord, for the appointing where you're sending us and what you're sending us to do. I pray, Lord, right now, just like Jeremiah says, I can't, my mouth, I can't speak. You touched his mouth and you brought your authority and your power and your anointing to his weakness and his limitation. Lord, I pray for the touch of the Spirit of God to come on people's lives, Father God. That the weakness, Lord, that the limitations that we think in our minds, in our bodies, Lord, that you are touching that area right now. That you are quickening by your Spirit. You're empowering our powerlessness. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that we don't go. And as we go into 2024, we're not doing our own thing. We have been sent by you. We're going under your direction and under your anointing, your gifting, your direction, Father God. Everything is you and we want to do what you've called us to do. But I pray where we feel we can't, you'll put your anointing in power so that you get all the praise, you get all the glory and you get all the honour. Because it's not about us, it's about who is sending us and the power that he's putting on our lives to be sent to fulfil his purpose so that we can see your name lifted high. And we can see a nation, a world, turning to our God. Lord, help us to be vessels who are yielded to you this year. Help us to guard what we say, to speak life and not death over our lives and those around us. Help us to be willing to go where you're sending us, no matter where that is. Help us to see what you're going to do and what you're doing and hold on to that. But I pray we'll do it all under your power and under your anointing because we recognize we can't without you. But with you, we can do all things because you give us the strength. In Jesus' name.